Welcome to Moving Dialogues. I'm SC Augusto Vertanen, your host, and I created this podcast because I believe in dialogue. Dialogue is how we connect and share our stories. And our stories, well, they are our superpower. So I want to connect with you to share my own personal stories, but also introduce some incredible human beings and their powerful narratives that can move your heart, but also move you into action. I hope this podcast can also help you feel that you are not alone in whatever reality or struggle you might be facing and give you support from afar. I hope this podcast can also give you tools to help you keep connecting and keep moving no matter what. So let's connect and let's get moving. Welcome to the first episode of Moving Dialogues. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited to be here. I am so excited that you're here listening. Welcome on this journey. This podcast is really a passion project of mine. I I initially got this this title and this this idea, Moving Dialogues. It, it just came to me back in 2018 when I lived in LA and it has just stuck with me. It's just this kind of idea and vision of having these moving conversations that can move your heart and just give you all the feels and this type of powerful conversations that can also inspire you and just help you see something different, like really kind of like shift your mindset even. I just I just had this idea. I was like, this would be incredibly powerful. See, for me, dialogue it's always been this kind of powerful vessel of human connection. Dialogue is how we connect. And my background is in journalism. So all the stories and all the interviews that I've done along the years, it's I've really witnessed this powerful vessel. This like when you have a dialogue with a human human being, you sit down and 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 you you talk to them and how their story can can leave an impact in you. And every single story that I've done has left something in me. It's like these memories that I still carry in my heart to this day. And and that's why I just I just felt called like I, I want to share stories that can do that to others. And that's really why I'm still today I'm passionate about journalism. It's this type of powerful stories of truth. And for me, what I believe first and foremost is connection. This connection to the self, to others, to the world and to higher above, something beyond. And this movement through our bodies and souls and and just this external action in life. All of this is essential to human well-being. We need to connect and we need to move like we're, we're human beings. We're not meant to be standing like trees and being still. We're meant to move and we're meant to connect with each other. So this podcast is about stories that can inspire you to keep connecting and keep moving no matter what life might hit you with. These stories will be about pain turning to purpose and power Stories of authenticity and truth. And to begin this journey, 
I thought the best way is to start by telling my story. To tell how everything began with me. The biggest groundbreaking shift, earth-shattering reality that I've experienced. That started everything. The story of my why. The story why I'm doing this. Why am I here? Why am I doing this broadcast? Why am I a positive psychology coach? The story of my purpose. The purpose of the pain that I went through to find out my why. And find out what am I here to do on this earth. So to begin, I will share a story that I wrote back in 2017. I hope you'll enjoy. The negative you feel is potential in disguise. I would have never thought that I could say that the best summer of my life was also simultaneously the worst. It is such a grand contradiction. Among my friends and family, I have always been known as the positive one. My friends have always said, you bring the light in the room wherever you go. I have embraced that and wanted to use that to help others to see the light when all they see is the darkness. However, in the summer of 2017, I found myself being the one needing someone to be the life for me, which was a first. It was a Wednesday, April 19th, 2017, when I received a phone call I never thought I would get in my life. A phone call from my mother sobbing uncontrollably and telling me that my 20-year-old brother had taken his own life. At the time, my family was back in Finland, whereas I was in the States finishing my junior year in college. Thankfully, after getting the news, I had my boyfriend, best friends and my entire community of students and faculty who were there for me. However, only 10 days after the phone call, I boarded a plane to London to take on an adventure I had dreamed of ever since I was 16, to go live in London to pursue my dream. I was going to do a summer internship with CNN, which for a journalism student like myself was a dream come true. Yet soon, I found myself in the city, realizing I barely knew anyone there. The community and the loved ones I had around me in the States were suddenly not present anymore. I found myself being in my favorite city on earth, in the city I had dreamed of living for eight years, but I felt the loneliest I have ever felt in my life. It was not like I was completely alone, of course not. I had my boyfriend, friends and family at the end of the phone line, but that is one thing I have learned. Relationships are not the same through a phone as being physically present. I was living in a student accommodation, which was empty because the students were not there during the summer. Therefore, the grief, the sadness and the loneliness stick deep in my state of isolation. I found myself being the negative one that could not see any light. And I wanted someone to help me to bring the old positive me back. A month after I had arrived in London, my long-term relationship with my best friend, my rock, ended unexpectedly, while England was in a turmoil of a set of terrorist attacks. Having buried my brother a few weeks earlier, 
I felt like my entire world was crumbling to pieces. The world seemed like the darkest, the most cruel place. I was asking myself, how can there be so much bad and negative happening at once? It was just me and my mind with endless list of questions. Why? Relating to my brother, with my breakup, with terrorism, with everything. When waves of desperation drowned me, I had nobody physically present to rely on. So for the first time in my life, I had to rely on myself. I have never dealt with that much negativity in my life. Grief, heartbreak, loneliness, anger, anxiety, fear, lostness. I could not reach my positivity no matter how hard I tried. Essie, you have to give yourself time, my friends kept telling me. My positivity that I was known for was put into a real test. There were two things that kept me going. First, it was CNN, which was as, as amazing I was expecting it to be. The other thing was my belief system, that everything happens for a reason. All of this was meant to happen, and I will realize later why. I repeated myself. After allowing myself to be in the haze of endless negativity, to feel it and live through all of it for two months, I started to embrace the grief, the heartbreak, the depression, the breakdowns, the anger, the millions of tears, the loneliness, the anxiety, the fear, whatever negative emotions I was feeling. Because I realized that all the negative things and emotions I was put through were potential in disguise. We are born with lots of potential and a part of it gets fulfilled and other parts maybe never do. We fulfill our potential when we work on ourselves, when we find our passions and start to pursue them. We go to school to get degrees, we educate ourselves there and in our free time, we train physically. The list of ways how potential can be fulfilled is endless. And it is in moments of success that we embody the fulfillment. However, there are also obstacles on the journey of fulfilling that potential. And those obstacles are put there to test us. The moment when an obstacle hits us is a crucial moment in which the potential could go to waste or can turn into potential that is taken to completely other level, to a groundbreaking discovery. The problem is many people face obstacles and take them as setbacks or generally just associate negative feelings to them, which is normal because obstacles are never a positive moment. So why would you feel positive about it? You don't and you shouldn't. We need to feel it. But what you choose next is what counts. Do you take the negativity of the situation in so that you can give it the power to overwhelm you, beat you down, even make you quit? Or do you take the negativity in Turn your mindset around that you take control of that negativity instead, turning it into something more positive and meaningful. See, we cannot control what happens to us, but we can control how we respond to it. Buddha said, what you think, you become. If you let your thoughts of negativity be the driver of your mind, that is what you will be and feel. It is as simple as that. But if you learn to take control of what you think, when a negative wave hits you, you can become the driver, being able to choose which direction you will go, up to the fulfilled potential or down to waste it. 
So I personally one day decided to forbid my emotions to be in control of my mind anymore. I had had enough. Instead of allowing the negativity to drag me down, I started embracing the negative because I realized that in our worst moments is where the most extraordinary potential lies. Sometimes all it takes is just to choose that enough is enough and change that lens you see your reality through. As I mentioned, I had always been the one helping others to see the light. And during that summer, I had to be that for myself. Which of all the people I have helped before was the hardest thing to do. And getting to the proximity of my mind this way showed me how the battle of controlling your mind, fighting against your mind when it has this negative talent turn, can be the most difficult battle of your life. But know this, whatever we are given in this life was given to us because we are strong enough to get through it. This experience helped me to learn to understand the people better I had helped before. My friends, family members struggling with depression, people struggling with self-image, people who've gotten their hearts broken, friends who have lost the drive for their dreams after numerous failures, just name it. People who have not seen the potential in their darkness. Most of all, I learned to understand my brother, who was in a such a dark place that he saw no light at the end of the tunnel at all. This ignited a flame of wanting to do everything in my power that no other family would need to go through a loss like mine did. So remember how I said that I believe everything happens for a reason and in time you will know why? The reason for me to go through all of this was to learn to understand the darkness better. By living through it myself, I am now able to connect and help people even better. So that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to dedicate my life to help people to find a way through whatever darkness they might be facing. To find a way to turn the darkness into light. To help them see that their negative and hardships are potential in disguise. And to help them turn that into fulfilled potential that can, in the best cases, lead to groundbreaking, life-changing discoveries. This was my groundbreaking discovery. Are you ready to find yours? This post was written in memory of my brother Essa, who died of suicide on April 19, 2017. I wanted to write and record this to raise awareness that we should have the courage to openly talk about our struggles and all the negative as much as we like to share the positive on social media. The negative has the power to destroy us if we bottle it in, but if we connect through our struggles, we can all help each other learn and come closer as humanity. Therefore, I decided to open up about my experience and share my story to show it is not a weakness to talk about our darkest moments, but strength that leads us closer to reaching our fullest potential. It's April 2020 that I'm recording this episode in case you are tuning in a little later uh, to listen to my story, which is I'm, I'm so grateful if you have. Thank you for being here. It's been three years since my brother died, as I'm recording this, and I just knew that it is the perfect timing for me to start this podcast, because this podcast is for him, especially this episode is to honor him. It's because of him that I'm here. It's because of him that I found my purpose. It is because of him 
that I found my potential and I'm still tapping into my potential every day, trying to be better every single day. It's all because of him. His story and the way that his story ended is what changed everything for me. It changed everything. And that is the power that story can have. We all have a story. We all have our own story and all the struggles and hardships and adverse that we go through. But it's all there to shape us. And whenever and wherever you might be listening to this and whatever struggle you might be going through, know that that, that is potential in disguise. That struggle was given to you because you're strong enough to go through it. You can get through it. And it's there to show you something. Potential in disguise. And that potential that can turn into that groundbreaking discovery. So stay open. Your story is your superpower. And with this podcast, this is really something that I want to focus on. It's this type of powerful stories that shape us. And I don't even remember back in 2017... When all of this was going on, like it was just one day I got this mantra in my, in my mind. It was almost like a drop from the universe. Keep connecting, keep moving, keep connecting, keep moving. And it just stuck with me and it's been with me every day. Every day I'm like, keep connecting, keep moving, no matter what. How can I connect within? How can I find and connect to myself better, to feel a little bit better so I can keep on moving forward? Because our life is our biggest gift. And that gift is everything. Even with the hardest of things that we go through, those are gifts. Those are gifts for us to fulfill our potential. I hope that this podcast can serve as a place of where you will listen to these type of stories. Today you heard mine and later you'll hear others that can help you keep connecting and keep on moving no matter where you're at or whatever life is throwing at you. I hope that this can help you. I'm doing this for you. This is the beginning. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. And if you already haven't, please connect with me on Instagram. Please send me messages. Please let me know how this episode served you. Because if we keep connecting... That is the way that I can show up for you even better and help you even better. So let's connect. Let's get moving.